I had sense sufficient to see the uselessness of attempting to be other than I was. In these days of fierce competition, there was no chance for me. Opportunity, not talent, was the main requisite. Fate had thought fit to deny me even one advantage or opportunity. Thus I was helpless. I set to work to cut my coat according to my cloth. I manfully endeavoured to squeeze my spirit into that state of life into which it has pleased God to call me. I crushed, compressed and bruised, but as fast as I managed it on one side, it burst out on another and defied me to cram it into the narrow box of possum gully. The restless throbbings and burnings that hope unsatisfied brings, the weary longings and yearnings for the mystical better things, are the sands on which is reflected the pitiless moving lake where the wanderer falls dejected by a thirst he never can slake. In a vain endeavour to slake that cruel thirst, my soul groped in strange dark places. It went out in quest of a god, and finding one not, grew weary. By the unknown way that the atmosphere of the higher life penetrated to me, so came a knowledge of the sin and sorrow abroad in the world, the cry of the millions oppressed, downtrodden, god-forsaken, the wheels of social mechanism needed readjusting. Things were awry. Oh, that I might find a cure and give it to my fellows. I dizzied my brain with the problem. I was too much for myself. A man with these notions is a curse to himself, but a woman. Pity help a woman of that description. She is not merely a creature out of her sphere. She is a creature without a sphere, a lonely being. Recognising this, I turned and cursed God for casting upon me a burden greater than I could bear, cursed him bitterly, and from within came a whisper that there was nothing there to curse. There was no God. I was an unbeliever. It was not that I sought after or desired atheism. I longed to be a Christian and fought against unbelief. I asked the Christians around me for help. Unsophisticated fool, I might as well have announced that I was a harlot. My respectability vanished in one slap. Some said it was impossible to disbelieve in the existence of a god. I was only doing it for notoriety, and they washed their hands of me at once. Not believe in God. I was mad. If there really was a god, would they kindly tell me how to find him? Pray, pray. I prayed, often and ardently, but ever came that heart-stilling whisper that there was nothing to pray to. Ah, the bitter, hopeless, heart-hunger of godlessness none but an atheist can understand. Nothing to live for in life, no hope beyond the grave. It plunged me into fits of profound melancholy. Had my father occupied one of the fat positions of the land, no doubt as his daughter, my life would have been so full of pleasant occupation and pleasure that I would not have developed the spirit which torments me now. Or, had I a friend one who knew, who had suffered and understood, one in whom I could lose myself, one on whom I could lean, I might have grown a nicer character. But in all the wide world there was not a soul to hold out a hand to me, and I said bitterly, there is no good in the world. In softer moods I said, ah, oh, the tangle of it, those who have the heart to help have not the power, and those who have the power have not the heart. Bad like a too strong opponent in a game of chess, is ever at the elbow of good, to checkmate it like a weakly managed king. I am sadly lacking in self-reliance. I needed someone to help me over the rough spots in life, and finding them not, at the age of sixteen, I was as rank as cynic and infidel 
as could be found in three days' march.'